Uh, you know what time it is. It's a Brothers Got Next. It's your boy, Quab. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Darian, a.k.a. Diddy, Mr. 40. You just turned 40, man. Listen, I know you were doing it up in Miami. Looked like you had a great time. How you doing, man? How's 40 treating you so far? 40 feels good, man. Feels good. It feels <laughs> uh, mature. It feels older. You know what I mean? It feels like, you know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm in my prime. You know what I mean? Um, You've been yeah, in your prime since like twenty one. I've definitely retired. I've definitely retired, Diddy. Is like I'm, I'm just Darian now, or Mr. Cozier. You know what I mean? I mean, I think you retired Diddy the day you got married. I think that's yeah. Uh... For the most part, I bring Diddy out every once in a while. You know, when the fellas <laughs> hang out in, in in Vegas. But yeah, for the most part, Diddy's been gone for a while. You, you you see you may see glimpses sometimes, but that's about it. You know I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it real with you, man. You're my boy. You're my guy. You know I would never be dishonest with you. You haven't really brought him out. Like leaving the little sprinkles. That's not really dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's like eh, like a little glimpse, like a little a little. Yeah, I give you a little. I give you a little, you know little uh, preview. You know what I mean? Nah, I but little... it wasn't. No, it was no. Nah, it's definitely but... never gonna be like right. I mean, it's never gonna be like prime Diddy, like college or even like a little after college. Yeah, and I, those <laughs> days are gone, bro. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I'm married, and even like even when I just hang out with the fellas, it's hard, bro. Because I just yeah, I just have a different mentality, different mindset, you know. But it's all good. That's it's about it's all about getting older, you know. Of course, man. But yeah, talk a little bit about Miami, man. How was that? Oh, it was great, man. You know, obviously it was with the misses. Uh, we both had a great time. Stayed at my dad's uh, penthouse. Shout out to my dad for letting Man, us, you must know. be nice, bro. Yeah, let's shout out to my dad for letting us stay in his penthouse, you know. Dad, mm. you know, is retiring, doing it up, you know, going there. So, yeah, man, it was nice, bro. I hadn't been to Miami in over 15 years, and my wife mm. uh, hadn't been there in over uh, 20 years. So, Long obviously, time. a lot has changed, and I, you know, I don't remember a lot, but it was dope, man, just... Food wise, um, went to the beach. The beach was awesome. Um, you know, I did get, I did to get to go to South Beach uh one day. That's when we went to the beach. And then um yeah, man, just went to a lot of different places in the city, went to uh Westwood, went to Brickle, um, went to uh, little uh little Havana. Um yeah, man, it was dope, man. And I, I do like Miami has a it's very um multicultural, like you know. Just very uh, different ethnicities, you know what I mean? It's not just mm -hmm. like it's black, white, you know. It's a, a, obviously a large Latino population. Um, yeah, it was dope, man. It was cool. It was just first of all, it was good to get away. Obviously, I hadn't really been anywhere or been on a plane since your wedding, so it was just good to get away. Uh, me and my wife hadn't been anywhere since your wedding, so yeah, it was just good to get away, man. And uh, it was a great way to bring in forty, um, you know. Yes, and you know Miami's always a good time. It's expensive. I ain't gonna lie to you. It'll definitely uh, you'll be you'll be dropping bread, but it's it's um you know, if you go for a nice long weekend, it's worth it. It's cool. Uh, the the weather was on point for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, it did rain like almost every. Well, okay, so yeah, no, it did rain every day, but it's like one of those places that it rains for like twenty minutes and it'll stop. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, man, great time. Like I said, good, great way to bring in forty. Um. I don't know next time I'll be back, uh, you know what I mean, uh, to Miami. It may be a long a while. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it was good. To, it was just good to, uh, you know, like I said, be there, get away, and bring in the 40th B-Day, you know what I mean? That's what's up, man. Well, yeah. for the, the 40 Club, I will be a part of it um, in the next 
I guess it's what eight months or something like that. So right, uh, right. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. But hey, man, the NBA is underway uh, right now. We are recording this podcast on Tuesday nights. The Lakers and Nuggets are playing right now. The Lakers are down thirteen. They were down almost twenty, so they're starting to kind of make it look a little competitive. But yeah, the NBA is back. D. Um, I feel like me, me and you, our friendship goes obviously back over 20 years but I feel like me and you um, bonded really a lot on basketball you know in college but how are you feeling about the NBA being back man? I feel good about it you know it's funny man as the years have gone on I'm not as a big as NBA fan as I am an NFL guy um, I still love the NBA I love the NBA more towards like the playoffs this is, you know so many games 82 games a lot of games and um Excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm just not like, I mean, I think I was obviously a bigger fan when Jordan was playing like in the late 90s and even early 2000s. I was a big NBA fan. Like, like you said, when we first met, I was huge, but I'm definitely a bigger NBA uh, NFL guy. But uh, no, nah, it's good to see the uh, NBA back. Um, a lot of great storylines, obviously. Uh, they really are. I think yeah. I feel like you were big on, uh, you were really big with the NBA when Melo was playing, though, for a while. Yes, I was. I was. And then obviously, yeah. you know, as you know, I used to work for the NBA. Uh, for two years, you know, I worked there uh, when I moved back to the East Coast from college. So, yeah, of course, I was heavy in the NBA. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I think, you know, I, I like over the years, it's been kind of up and down. Like I, some years I'm like, oh, I'm into it. And some years I haven't been too much into it until, like I said, like I'm always into the playoffs and the finals. Always. I always watch around that time. Um, yeah. But the season is just so long. So sometimes it can be like, you know, I. I, now my rule of thumb is like I don't really watch and like I don't really get into it till probably All Star break or right after the All Star break. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, I feel you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I like you said. There's so many great storylines. Um, right. Like the Lakers or the or the Nuggets or the Mavericks or the Bucks or the Knicks, right the the Celtics. So yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. But with that with that said, man, let's get started. Let's give some. Let's give our fans what they're what they're waiting for, man. Let's give them some some predictions. I'm gonna start things off with uh, rookie of the year. Who you got? Uh, I think it's um, Victor. You know what I mean? Victor. Win- uh, I'm probably pronouncing his last Wimbenyama. name. Wimbenyama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's gonna be the rookie of the year. I mean, from what I saw in the preseason, he looks great. Um, you know, I, I think yeah, I, I don't I don't see anybody right now that's close. I mean, as the season goes on, obviously. Um, we'll see. I, I'm sure there'll be some surprises. And, you know, obviously health is a big thing. Can he stay healthy? Um, but, uh, yeah, I think if he stays healthy, he's he's a shoe-in for Rookie of the Year. You know, I, I like him to win Rookie of the Year as well, but I think I think people should look out for Chet Holmgren. Obviously, he was hurt all of last year, but you are eligible, of course, to win Rookie of the Year if you missed your first uh, entire first season. Oh, yeah, but, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think Chet, I think Chet's going to give him some run, man. He was the second overall pick last in you know, 2022. Right. 7-1, very athletic. Um, I really, he looked really good in the preseason as well. So he could mm-hmm. be a guy that definitely challenges Wembenyama. But right. I, so, so um, on on my show today that I produce on on um, on Amazon Prime, we had former NBA center Ryan Hollins on the show, and we asked him his thoughts on Wembenyama. He said <laughs> you're gonna be like, okay, slow down. He said that Wembenyama is a mix of Kareem and and McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, I do whoa. think he needs to calm down on that. I mean, from what I see, he looks, you know, like I said, he looks good in the preach. And 
I don't take a lot of stock in the preseason. I, you know, I, I always go off when the games count. I do for a rookie, though. I think I think the, a rookie is the only person I really want to look at in the preseason. Yeah, no, I said like he looks great, but I like yeah. obviously look. It's it's about consistency too. Like I don't want to see him do that. You know, every other night where he's like, oh, he's great, and in other nights he's just eh. You know what I mean? I, but I think I, that's I normal. I think that's normal for a rookie, though. Like right, right. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, I'm gonna wait to you know make that kind of statement, you know, that he's going gonna... to... It's, 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 it's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I just... I, I mean, he looks good. He looks great in the preseason, but I'll wait to make my, really, determination after the All-Star break. That's that's what I would say with, with everything in the league. I would say, like, after the All-Star break, you kind of know where teams are, who they are, who's, who's the guy, who's, you know, the kind of the star players. So I'll wait to make my judgment, you know, Right after the All Star break, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right, man, who do you think is going to win the scoring title? All right, so this is probably going to shock you and shock a lot of our listeners. <laughs> I actually think Jordan Poole from the Washington Wizards is going to win the scoring title. I actually title. really like that pick. You know what? So uh, I, I don't know if you would you want would you like me to explain or just oh, of course, you, of course, of course. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so I look at Jordan Poole kind of like when Harden was with the Thunder and he went to the. Uh, Rockets, mm-hmm. and once he was like kind of like the guy, and he wasn't that sixth man, and he, it was kind of like okay, you know, he's the number one option. He he's running the show. That's mm-hmm. how I kind of look at Jordan um, Poole. Um, I think Jordan Poole's gonna have a really big year. Now, will he be as efficient? I don't know because he does have games where he's just he doesn't shoot really well. But as far as just putting the you know scoring and putting the ball in the hole, I think he's gonna average. 30 or at least close to 30, you know. Um, yeah. A- another person, a sleeper, and I'm actually, he's going to be mentioned. He's actually one of my other picks. And another question you have is uh, Anthony Edwards from the uh, T- Timberwolves. Oh, as, as, as the scoring leader. As a scoring leader, yeah. So I think it's between him and Poole, who I think is going to be, they're going to be the top two scorers in, 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 you know, in the league, in the NBA. Wow, that that's mm-hmm. that's really interesting. It pretty, pretty much like almost like a bold prediction for yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah, like I I yeah. like the Jordan Poole a little more, but I think Anthony Edwards is going to be right there. Like I wouldn't be shocked if like they're both averaging thirty or you know, Poole's maybe averaging a point or or a little less than a point more than Edwards, or it can it can even flip. You know what I mean? But I like those two. Uh, as the favorites to, to to win the scoring title, I think my only thing with with Poole potentially winning it is he would have to jump about twelve points a game. I think that's a lot. So he averaged twenty points a game last year, but of course he was coming off the bench. You know, he wasn't. Now it's his team. Like he's the number one guy. Right. But what what about what about ten points? Why can't he, why it doesn't have to be twelve? Because if he's averaging twenty, if he jumps to ten points. That's 30. So Well, I don't think, but 30's not leading the league in scoring anymore. Embiid averaged 33. Luka averaged 32. Dame averaged 32. Like, I think you're going to have to give, like, 33 points a game now to lead the league in scoring. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but not to say 30's anything to sneeze at. Like, that's great, but it's just a different right. NBA. Heck, Tatum averaged 30. Giannis averaged 30. It's like, dang, you know? Right, so right, right. I think right. the leading scorer is going to have to give you 33. 35? 
Yeah, maybe maybe 30, yeah, 33, 34. I mean, Embiid uh, won the scoring title the last two years, mm-hmm. and he averaged 33 a game. I'm going to go – I like your prediction a lot because, like I said, it's, it's bold, it's different. I like that. I think he's going to have a big year. Like you said, may not be the most efficient, but he'll have a big year. Um, you know, man, I think it's going to be Shea Gilgis Alexander. I, I, I so he yeah, averaged- yeah. I was actually, I was actually thinking about picking him too. So I think those are going to be like the top three. Like I think when you look at the scoring race, it's going to be between those three. If I had to, if I had to really predict, I think it's going to be between the, those three. Now, do you think Embiid will still give give it a push? Yeah, like- Embiid, Jokic, Giannis—they're going to do their thing. Look, they're really good players. You know, LeBron, all those guys are going to still score. I think their scoring is going to go a little down, especially when you talk about, you know, Giannis getting Dame. Obviously, LeBron's getting older. Jokic, I mean, Jokic is Jokic. Like, he's going to give you 28, 10, and and 5. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, they're going to be in the the high 20s. Um, But I don't don't know about 30. I mean, Embiid could probably still do his thing because, you know, I don't think Harden is going to be there, you know, uh, much longer with the Sixers, so he will be the guy, and it will be really all up to him. So I think Embiid will be right in there with those guys, but I think everybody else, because they have other guys that can score and have other players that can, you know, get score a lot of points. You know, like I said, you may see some some of their scoring go down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So no, it's a good point, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Shea Gilgis. I think he leads the league this year. He averaged 31 last year. One thing I like about Shea Gilgis too, man, he's very efficient. Dude, he shot like 50% from the field last year. That's impressive. Right, right. The only thing I think with him is, like you said, if Chet has a great season. Oh, good point. Yep. Right, his points will go down. Yeah, see, like with Jordan Poole and like the Anthony Edwards, like I know Anthony Edwards has cat, but man, Anthony Edwards, when he did in the Olympics this past summer, I yeah, I think he's going to be a superstar. And then, like you said, Jordan Poole, that's his team. I mean, I don't have Kuzma. But it, it's Jordan Poole's team. So I think that's why I look at those two guys as like, oh, okay, these two guys can really probably, you know, be the top two guys in the league. Yep, no doubt. All right, what about um, – give me a team that's going to surprise some people, like whether they whether they barely made it to the plan, whether mm-hmm. you just think they'll jump from a seven seed to a two. Like, who is going to be the surprise team this year? I think the Spurs. I think if Victor oh, like uh, Wimbenyama makes, makes, stays healthy – and we think what he we know what he can be is you know rookie of the year. I think they're at least an eight seed. You know I think they at least make uh, the play in because obviously they they've been horrible for the last really few bad. years. Yeah, really bad. Right. I mean that's why they got the number one. That's how they got him. So I think he can make them jump at least into the play in and even possibly into like getting them into a seven game series. So yeah, I think the Spurs, man. I think the Spurs can be improved. It, it's really all up to Victor Wembanyama if he's healthy and if he plays how we think he could play, then, yeah, I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're going to – I think they're about a year away. Um, okay. From being, but I, I I think that that could definitely – especially the plan, it's definitely a possibility. I'm going to go with a team I think we know can ball – but what's, what's the word we've used a couple of times on this podcast already? Health. Can you stay healthy? I think if the Pelicans can stay healthy – they have a really good chance of being good because we've seen what they look like when McCollum and, and Brandon Ingram and come on Zion, man, if Zion can give you like, cause we, one thing people can't deny about Zion is when he's on the court, he balls. He's never right, on the court right. giving you like 10, like, yo, what is he doing? Anytime he's on the court, he gives you 26, 27, 12 rebounds. So 
I'm going to go with the Pelicans, man. I think if the Pelicans can stay healthy, I think they can be like a sixth or even a fifth seed because they were doing really well last year, even without uh, Zion Williamson before, um, you know, they started to get some other injuries. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to them um, vastly improving and, and showing what they can do. But I think it's a big year for Zion to prove um, that he can be that that superstar that we know he can be. We, we've seen it before. So, uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you think about the Pelicans? I like the Pelicans. I mean, they've, they've been in the playing game, and they've made the playoffs the last couple of years. So, I mean, I guess, are you saying they're going to make the jump to, like, a top, like, they'll be, like, a top six seed? Yeah, I just think so, yeah, I think they're 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 better than like an eight seed. I think they can even be like a fifth seed because I'm not. I don't know if you remember top of your head. I don't know how high they've been as a seed. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so they've. I think they've been in the play in uh, the last two years, if if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and then they have never been in like in the top like six because you know obviously the top six they automatically are you know in the in the in the, uh, the best of seven series. So I know they they want they won the play in. Like, I don't know if it was this past year or two years ago where they, you know, they got into the uh, best of seven. But well, they didn't make yeah, the playoffs. I, guess, I mean, I guess what you're saying is they can be like a top five team. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs last year. Obviously, they had a lot of injuries. The year before that, they were 36 and 46, and they lost in the first round. Um, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, they haven't even got past the first round and man, since they had Anthony Davis back in 2017. So, um, right. Yeah, yeah, I, d- I definitely think they're, they're, they're the team that can surprise the people this year. Um, now let's get to one of the big awards, man. What about MVP? Who's, who's, who's taking on the trophy this year? Who you got? Okay, so, like, yeah, no, we kind of talked about him earlier, shocking pick. I think Anthony Edwards can, can be the MVP of this league. So that means you think highly of the Timberwolves. You think, because, you know, the win, would you say yeah, that's so the MVP? Yeah, so I think MVP? the Timberwolves, here's the thing. I think the Timberwolves are, see, that's the thing, because that, that division is that, that, I mean, well, I, I'm sorry, because we don't come to the conference. That mm-hmm. conference is tough because one thing I will say, I would not be shocked if all five teams from the Pacific make the playoffs. That's mm-hmm. how good that 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 conference is. Um, the Lakers, Sacramento, the Clippers, Phoenix, um, they could all make the playoffs. Like every team in that division yeah. can make the playoffs in that, in that conference. I think, you know, Denver's going to get out of their conference. They'll definitely win their conference. Um, and you you so were right the, the first is, time. The, 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 their division, so you, you were right the first time when you said it. Right, right, yeah. So I think I think Minnesota – see, Minnesota so – it's going to be tough for them to jump into that top, you know, five, top six. But I think Anthony Edwards is going to be – make such a statement and the way he's going to score the basketball – it's going to be hard to, you know, overlook him as MVP. Because, I mean, we've seen – I think now the MVP, you don't have to always be on the best team with the best record. Like, remember, Westbrook won it that one year when he averaged a triple-double. They were like the seventh seed, you know. That's, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask if you think your team has to be great. So you just answered the question. No, I don't think so anymore. I think ever since Westbrook won it that year when they were like the seventh seed and he averaged a triple-double and he won it, I think you don't have to have – it's not the best player on the best team anymore. Because, like, think about it. Embiid won it, and they were, like, I think what they were the third seed in the East, right? They weren't even the top two, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, were they, like, the, the Celtics, third seed? The Celtics and Bucks finished ahead of them. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I don't really necessarily think you have to be on a top team anymore. Like, that, that's not the criteria. So I think Anthony Edwards can have such an impact in such a year where you're looking at him. Even if they're, like, a seven seed, you're like, yo, this dude may be the best player in the league. Like, especially – 
from just scoring the ball. Even though, I, like I said, I think Jordan Poole is going to win the scoring title. But I think – see, the problem with Jordan Poole is that the Wizards are not going to be good. They're going to be one of the no. worst teams in the league to yeah. me, even though he's going to score a lot. But Anthony Edwards, he was going to score a lot, and they'll at least be a playoff team. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's how that's how much I think of Anthony Edwards. And I, I, I just think that guys coming off in an Olympic year, they always have great years. They always, like, you know, like you always see a big jump from guys that play in the league, especially if they played well and they were the best player on the team, they mm-hmm. always, you know, they always make a big jump scoring and just playing wise, um, you know, when they, when they get to the regular season. So yeah, yeah man, I like Anthony Edwards as, as the MVP. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, I, I, I got a sleeper. I'm not going to say he wins MVP because I have an actual person I think is going to win it, but watch out for De'Aaron Fox. Cause I think the, I think the Kings are going to be really good again this year. And correct me wrong, I think the Kings were the three seed last year. They were. They were. Yeah, and you know, enough people don't talk about the job that Mike Brown is doing. You know, you know, Mike Brown had a, a streak in Cleveland, meaning like he had some good years, but I don't feel like he ever really got the credit because of LeBron. Well, remember he got rehired, and then they weren't that. Yeah, they, they were, were bad. Awful. Then he came to the Lakers for a little bit, and they weren't that great. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's really done a good job with Sacramento. I think that team um, has really rallied. Well, I also think they've let him kind of like uh-huh. they've let him like do him because you know there wasn't a lot of high expectations. Whereas like with the Lakers, I felt, and even with the with the Cavs, they the Cavs wanted him to like even without LeBron, you know be respectable and it's like well he's not working with a lot and then with the lakers you know it's the lakers like their expectations are always high no matter what you know what i mean so i just think they didn't let him be him and i think with sacramento they kind of let him say all right we're gonna give you time like we don't have high expectations so what he did last year was like great you know what i mean yeah no no doubt doubt. yeah so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a bit of a well i guess that's not really He's a great, he's a great player, but I'm gonna go with Tatum. I think Jason Tatum wins it. I, I like what the Celtics did this offseason. I do think the Celtics are gonna be the one seed. I know there's the Bucks too. I think it's gonna be both of them as the top two seeds in the East. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Celtics, man. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go with Jason Tatum. I think he's gonna be um, you know, average 30 over 30 points once again, or close to 30 points. And I think they're gonna have the best record in the East. So I think Tatum gets it this year. I think he's going to make that take that next step. He's already a phenomenal young talent, but I think right. we're going to take it to even better, uh, higher level. You're going to have, you know, you added Kristaps, you added Drew Holiday, so right it takes a little bit more of the, the pressure off of him. It's going to give him more open looks. So I'm going to go with Jason Tatum, man. Um, what what are you, any thoughts on the Celtics this year? You think they'll be they'll be uh, right up there with the best teams in the East? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know we're going to get to our next question of, like, who's going to make the finals. So mm-hmm. I was going to talk about them, you know, in that in that next that next question. Okay, yeah, with that said, yeah. man, give me your, your finals matchup and the winner. Who you got? Yeah, so I think uh, I'm going to go off the rematch from two years ago with Golden State and the Celtics. I think this – I agree with you. I think the Celtics will be the number one seed. I actually think they'll be the number one seed overall in the NBA. I think they're going to have the best record in the NBA. Um, so they'll have home court advantage throughout. Um, I like the Warriors to represent the West. Um, I just feel like anywhere Chris Paul has gone, they, they're always better. They always improve. And Golden State was already good. I mean, it was 60 last year. And remember now, they get uh, Andrew Wiggins back for a whole season, you know, healthy and ready to go. He missed majority of the season last year. So I think that hurt them last year as well. So I think with a healthy Andrew Wiggins and, a, and you know, additional Chris Paul, I think the Warriors get back to the finals. 
But I think this time the Celtics get revenge and finally get get over the hump and get that monkey off the back and win win the title. And and I I agree. I think Tatum's gonna have a great year. I think he's gonna be end up being the MVP of the finals and you know possibly of the playoffs. And yeah, I like Boston to win it all. So I like Boston to win it. Uh, sounds so gross, man. But I do think they're gonna be very good. In fact, I have them in the finals as well, taking on the Nuggets, who I think do get back. Um, I, okay. I do like the Warriors, though. I think they're going to be much improved this year. I think Steph is going to be another guy that's that, that's an MVP candidate as well. I just think the yeah sleeper. I think he'll be a sleeper uh, MVP for sure, for sure. But I just think the Nuggets have a little uh, too much. That their chemistry is insane right now. They have a the starting lineup, whether it's Michael Porter, Jamal Murray. They just have so many guys that can besides Jokic that can come in and hit some big shots. So. Um, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Nuggets, and I'm gonna go with the Nuggets repeat. Um, it's been okay. a while since we've seen a repeat, so I think the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets really have something going here, man. I think they're gonna be good for a while, and I think they're gonna, you know, prove it this year and go uh, go back to back. But yeah, yeah, no, I do agree with you. I think that the Celtics and the uh, Bucks will be the top two teams in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, in the West, like I said, I and I and I think with the Nuggets, the Nuggets will still be the top team, but I think Golden State's going to be right there. You know what I mean? I think they're the top two, but I just like I like Golden State just because again, you know, the addition of Chris Paul and Wiggins playing for the, you know, he'll be you know there for the whole season. Yeah, he's healthy. I just I think the Warriors will kind of return back to form like they were kind of like two years ago when they when they beat the Celtics. But I do like the Celtics to beat them, you know, this time around if they if they rematch in the finals. You know a team I'm, I want to get your thoughts on? I, I have no – now, they'll, they'll be good, but I just don't know how good. What do you think about Phoenix? I think Phoenix will be right there. I think mm-hmm. I can see Phoenix as like a, you know, three, four seed. You know okay. what I mean? I, I, you know, I'm interested to see how – if Sacramento could kind of repeat what they did last year. Um, If they can't, but I think Phoenix is right there. It's like the third or fourth best team. I mean, I hate to keep bringing up this team, and I think – I know you're tired of me bringing up this team because – they're never healthy, but if the Clippers are healthy, <laughs> they can also be a top five team. But they're um, never healthy. Like never. Kawhi doesn't want to play. Paul George always gets hurt. I mean, I know they. I mean, I think Westbrook finally has found that team that really like can utilize him yeah, and for respects sure. him and and really wants him. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing too. And if they are all healthy, they can possibly you know be a, another sleeper too. But they're just never healthy. And I and I love Tyre. Teron Lewis, a coach, I think he's done the best job he's can with what the circumstance he's been dealt with. But um, yeah, so the Clippers are another team. But you know, again, the the question is, can they stay healthy? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm very curious what the Suns are going to do this year because they have a couple of of role players that I think are going to be key to what they do. Because you know, it's easy to look at Bradley Beal, who's actually already kind of banged up. I think his bat, he's going to be yeah, he's not playing tonight. Yeah, he's not playing. hurt already. Yeah, one. how you are in the first game of the season? I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's nothing that he'll, that'll keep him out too long. But yeah, it's his back. I know. Yeah, he, he has like a sore back or something like that. Yeah. What What I'm very curious to seeing with the Suns outside of their big three is some of these role players that they have because, um, it, it, you know, having um having Eric Gordon, having uh, Bol Bol, I think these are guys that are really gonna um, make a difference when it comes to just kind of giving the big three a rest. So I, I'm really high on the Suns this year. I, I was pretty close to picking them to get to the finals, but my my problem with the Suns is their lack of size. I don't think they have. Yeah, and just the West is tough, man. The West is yeah. really tough. I mean, like I said, that whole conference they're in, their division, the Pacific division, 
every team in that division can make the playoffs, and they're going to beat up on each other. So they're just in – I feel like that whole conference like with them, Golden State, the Lakers, Sacramento, um, the Clippers. Um, who's the other – I'm forgetting a team. I keep forgetting a team that's in there, but – they're they're all five I of those the teams Thunder, can make the playoffs. I think the Thunder, so. um, I think the Thunder are going to be pretty good too. But yeah, the, the Kings, the Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Mavs. Right. So all those teams can make the playoffs. That's the thing. That's that's why I think for them it's going to be tough. Even you know, even if Bradley Beal is healthy, and they're all healthy. It's just going to be tough, man. Um, but I want to get your quick thoughts before we get to the next topic. What are your quick thoughts on the Lakers and their chances uh, uh, going into the season? I think it's very similar to last year. I think best case scenario, if they stay healthy, you know, I'm, I'm t- I know we're sounding very repetitive with, with saying the word, you know, healthy, but um, yeah, with them, if Anthony Davis can play 70 games, I think they have a, a good shot to get back to the conference finals, best case okay. scenario, but I don't see, uh, I just don't think they match up very well with Denver. Um, I, I don't see them getting to the finals unless we get LeBron at, you know, 03 LeBron against the Pistons. It'll take something like that. It'll <laughs> right, take something right, right. heroic. But um, I do think um, a team like the Suns, I, even a team like the Kings, who I think are just going to be a year better. I really like Sabonis, uh, De'Aaron Fox. I like what they're doing over there. So, um, and, and even like a, a young team, I'm, I'm big on the Thunder this year. I think they'll be a playoff team as well. So crazy, man. I'm, like only so many can make. We didn't even talk about Dallas. I have no idea what Dallas is going to do this year. No. no so I have. I, I'll give you my quick playoff teams. Like, okay. I, like I, I, I don't like Dallas. I don't like the Pelicans. I think the Thunder are about a year away. I don't. I think they're about a year away. I don't think they're a playoff team mm. yet because, like I said, the West is so difficult. Like I said before, my 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 personal opinion: every team in the Pacific is going to make the playoffs. That's just my opinion. Outside of that, it well, it happened. Denver, it happened Minnesota. last year, so it can happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. So outside of that, I think Denver, Minnesota, and and San Antonio are the other other three. Now I know there's the playing game because now it's it's what the nine and ten seed, correct? Exactly. So I think that the Thunder and possibly Dallas can be the ninth or tenth seed, but I don't Thunder see them better it, than yeah, the, the Spurs, nor do I see them better than uh, the Timberwolves. I'm very, I'm very surprised you're you're high on the Spurs as far as a playoff team because you're saying you don't see them being better than the Spurs. The Spurs, were yeah, really... but I, this is all based off Victor Wembanyama. Like I said, he's healthy and he plays how you know he played in the preseason. They're like that. Yeah, I think they're an eight seed. At least they're mm-hmm. at least an eight seed. You know, it's interesting. I feel like you weren't really buying into the hype early on, but I feel like you're starting to see it now. Like you, know, like you kind of see something. I'm starting to see it, but I still think people need to calm down with the whole like. <laughs> He's a generational player. He's because I think he is, but I think he is a generation. I was getting an argument with you guys, and you guys are getting mad at me when I was comparing him to Christopher Zingas. And I said, Well, Christopher Zingas averages 25 a game, so how is that bad? But y'all like, No, he's gonna be better than I'm like, All right, so you're saying he's gonna average a 30? I just think think he's more skilled. I mean, and and Christopher's skilled, but. Yeah, women Yama has the dribbling ability. I think he's he's right. I and I and I I get that, and I can, you know, I can kind of agree. I halfway agree with you with that, but I'm just saying that if he's to average 25 a game, you you guys are gonna look at that as bad. No, I think I think he'll live up to the hype because I'm I'm high on him. I think he's gonna be. I think he is a generational talent. I I do. I I think he's. I mean, it's okay to say there are there are there are there are people that are going to come into the league and and live up to the generational talent hype. LeBron did it. Now I know it's not it's not often because LeBron came in the league twenty one years ago, but I think Wembenyama has all the skill. He has 
he has the skill set. He has all the tools to dude. The guy can shoot threes. Like like he looks like a guard when he's shooting threes. I, it's right, scary. So can Chris, that's what I'm saying. Like I that's what I'm saying. I look at him as like yeah, you probably he's probably more athletic than Kristoff. So I'll give you oh, that. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean he he Kristoff has all the same thing. You, he can hit threes. He can, he, you know, Kristoff is not a bad ball handler. You Chris, know what I mean? But Kristoff is not taking you off the dribble, though. Like, that's not his game. But he that's can, though. Really. He can. I can show you highlights where he has. The, like, but he, that's he not, that's, he's not doing that consistently, though. So if that's the case, do you think, I mean, why isn't Kristoff as good as women? Yeah. Well, what we, well, I shouldn't say that. He's already been in the league long. But why don't you think he's been able to kind of live up to the, well, I think for him, injuries has been an issue. With right. I was going to say that. So that's what I was going to bring up. I think with Chris Saab has been the injuries because he's been an all-star. He's had years where he's averaged 25. I know last year I think he averaged 20, and he didn't play the – you know, I think he, he didn't play all 82 games with Washington. But everywhere he's gone, and when he when – he, I'll say this. When he plays, he balls. He plays. Just, his but he, thing doesn't, is, he doesn't have anything near the athleticism or the ball or the ball handling level, a skill set that women have. No, he does not. And I like Chris Stops, but I, I don't think – I think we look at their size and the fact that they can both, sh- you know, shoot from, um, you know, outside of the. Shots, like we look at it that way, but do women Yama's like, like I said, he can att- like the, I don't I don't want to compare him to Durant or like McGrady or anything, but he almost has flashes where he kind of looks like that. We'll see right, yes, flashes, right, and everybody look, like, everybody has flashes. I just think in the end of the day, he's gonna end up being like he's gonna be a he's gonna be a good player, maybe even a great player. I don't, I, like I said, I don't see the generational talent thing like you guys do. I just see him, yeah, he could be a great player. He could be an all-star, a consistent all-star. I mean, and even like a top five player, which I think is fine. But I think, I don't understand why people get mad when I say like, oh, you know. No, I don't he, think people get, I don't think people get mad. But 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 here here's what, you're, you're saying the Spurs are going to make the playoffs this year. Which means that you have that, that you have to by default have extremely high expectations for him. They were one of the worst teams in basketball last year, so clearly you think he's going to be that good where he can take this team to the play. I know it's not, he doesn't. It's not him versus versus the whole other team, but let's not act like they have an incredible roster. Like they they really yeah don't. no I, and I understand. That. I mean, look if they're an eighth seed and they lose in the first round, okay, right. yeah, he took them to the playoffs, great. You know what I mean? I mean, look, you know what I mean? Or if, if they if they get into the playing game, they're a ninth or tenth seed. Yeah. I don't know if that's a huge accomplishment. I mean, because the Thunder, I mean, like, right. I know you're big on the Thunder. The Thunder were a ninth or tenth uh, seed last year yeah. in the playing game. Yeah, they got to the play. Yeah. So the, the, right. The, so the, Shea the, Alexander, that, I mean, because we could say the same thing about Shea Alexander last year. Like, look, he took them to the playoffs because remember, they didn't have Chef Holmgren last year. It was mm. really all him. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's going to be a big indicator. Like, oh man, they're yeah, they were one. Of the, they've been bad for the last three years. I get it. So were the Thunder before last year. I mean, I mean, you so, would have to. They would have to double their pretty much double their win total to make the playoffs. I think that's asking for a lot for the Spurs. I mean, they well, what, how many how many games did they win last year? They had, they won they went twenty two and sixty last year. They had the second worst record in the league. Okay, so mm-hmm. even if they don't double, let's say they win thirty six, thirty seven, because you can do that and be the tenth seed. Is that is that no, are, you calling, you? are you saying are you saying they'll be a playoff team or they'll get to the play in? Because there's a difference between the two. Because you got well, to remember. Win well, here's the thing. I told you they're an eight seed. Remember, they still will have to do the play in, even if they're an eight. Remember, the, the play in is. Well, seven, yeah, I know eight, how the, nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how the play in works. That's why I'm getting clarification. Do you think they'll be? So they'll, yeah, be, I think they'll be in the play in. No, yeah, I don't. No, they're not going to be a top sixteen. I hope okay. you don't think what I'm saying is that. Same okay. thing when I said with the Timberwolves. I think they're going to be in the play in. 
but they're not. A, no, they're not a top six team. No. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's a big accomplishment. Like, yeah, they get to the playing game. Cool. If they get out the playing and get to one of the rec- like the best of seven, then you're right. I'll be like, okay, yeah, they. You know, I definitely get- think it's an accomplishment if Wimbenyama gets the Spurs to the playoffs. I mean, LeBron didn't even get the Cavs to the playoffs in his rookie year in an easier conference. So right, I, no, I, I agree, and I and I agree with you. That's what I said. I think they can at least get to the playing. So maybe yeah. I should have clarified that. Yeah, they can at least get to the playing game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and like I said, even if they get to that, that's an accomplishment because they haven't been good like the last, like you said, three, four seasons. Like yeah, winning twenty two games. So if he can up that to like even like thirty five games and enter the tenth seed, I think that's that's an accomplishment. <laughs> I don't feel like Popovich be caring anymore. He's like. Mm. What happened? I don't feel like Popovich really be caring. No, he doesn't anymore. care. He doesn't. <laughs> I think anything now he does is like a bonus to him. He's like, eh, all right, if we get to the playing game, cool. I mean, he knows they're not a championship or <laughs> even maybe even a playoff. So he probably just like, if we get to the playing game, cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's at that point. Yeah, he doesn't care. I mean, his, he he's he and him and Belichick are like the same. <laughs> But cool, man. Um, we'll see, man. I'm excited. It's, like you said, man, there's a lot of storylines. We didn't even get a chance to really talk about the Bucks, but it's going to be really fun to watch them uh, Watch them play. Oh, play. yeah, yeah. Like I said, they'll be right there with the Celtics, but I just think the Celtics are a little bit better. I think Dame, obviously, will definitely make a difference with the Bucks. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I have them and the Celtics in, in, the, in the Eastern Conference final, but I just like the you know, Celtics to pull it out. Yeah, same, same. But no, man, let's transition before we close things out, man. We've got about 10 minutes left here. But, you know, it's it's been a minute. The the, the world is always fascinated by your Cowboys takes. <laughs> you guys are 4-2. and two. Um, what, what is the state of the Cowboys right now, man? They're coming off a bye. Um, remind me who they have again this in week eight. Uh, they play the Rams. They uh, play the Rams Sunday at home. In Dallas. How you yeah. feeling, man? You, th- you thinking they'll get to 5-2? and two? How you feeling about Dallas overall? Uh, they should win that game against the Rams. With the Cowboys, you never know. You know, the Cowboys are, are definitely not one of those seats you should, like, oh, they're automatic, they're shooing. I mean, it's, and it's the NFL anyway. But, yeah, I mean, they should win that game. Just, you know, as, as Bill Parcells always famously says, you know, you are what your record is. I mean, they have a better record than the Rams. And they're at home. And they haven't been at home in a while. So they should win. But, you know, you never know, man. I think the Cowboys, I, I'm starting to look at them now is that, you just don't know what you're going to get week to week, you know, with them. I think the defense has kind of digressed. Um, the offense is a little bit better, um, not where it needs to be. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I, like I said, I as far as this week, they should win um, going forward. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think people should expect more than them if they, you know, maybe winning a wild card game, just like last year and losing in the divisional round. So, you know. I, I'm kind of like that with the Cowboys right now. I, you know, they, they they have to show and prove. Whatever they do, you know, it's like a show and prove thing. I, I don't, you know, I try not to put expectations whether high or low and just you just take a week by week and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the, I think the Trayvon Diggs injury starts to show a little bit more week to week. Because you know, obviously mm-hmm. that was a huge injury. But, you know, the I think the week after he got hurt, they played really well. I forgot who they beat, but – you, you started. I started to think like, oh, okay, maybe they might be able to overcome this, and they're still going to end up being a, a good defense. But when you're missing one of the best corners in the league, especially a ball hawk like Trayvon Diggs, you know he's a guy that 
can be very aggressive. So sometimes that'll have him get beat, but he's just so such a ball hawk, man. You, you but gotta, you know, he's also people don't realize he used to take away sometimes the whole field, you know, the whole other other field. Because yeah. a lot of times when they were playing their defense, you know, when the, the coverage that uh, Dan Quinn was playing, he played it, and it was it was kind of catered to Trayvon, especially in the secondary, because they knew he could hold down one side of the field. I mean, once yeah. you know what I mean. So now you don't have that guy, and you have to alter that. You know, especially you know mid season, it can be tough. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it can be tough. Yeah. You know, one thing. One thing is, you know, you, you said earlier about you know, oh, you know, they'll get to the playoffs, and you know, it'll be the same. But one thing we know about the NFL, I mean. Two weeks ago, people were talking to can the Niners go undefeated. All of a sudden, they've lost two games in a row, and they look and Brock, and Brock Purdy looks human. Uh, and right. the Eagles look like they're back to being the best team in the NFC. And I'm very fascinated. I'm, I'm I think the, a lot we'll know a lot more about the Cowboys once they play the Eagles because I think Dak historically has done pretty well against them. And I, I I'd be surprised. I don't think it's a sweep either way. I think if anything, that's a split. So I'm I'm still um, you know I think when you're not a Cowboys fan you look at them from a different perspective meaning like I'm not necessarily one to follow these trends of like oh they that happened last year so it'll happen again this year I don't I don't really see it that way I still see them as a team that yes they do have disappointing weeks but it's the NFL bro like look look what happened in week seven I mean you had the Niners lose you had. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the other bills losing to the Patriots. Like you had so, so many teams get upset and it's just, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why like when you guys lost to the Cardinals and all, you know, all hell is the, the Cowboys fans are just going, losing their minds. I'm like, bro, the NFL's weird, man. Like, just... yeah, but they still should have lost that game. I get the Niners game, but you can't lose that game to the, not to the Cardinals. I mean, dude, that's their only win. Like, they they could possibly have that as their only win, bro. Every listen, every good team for the most part loses a bat to a bad team. It happens, bro. It happens, man. So, yeah, I got, you. I, I hear you. So how do you how you feeling about your your Steelers so far? Yeah, they're also four and two. Our boys have the same record. The Steelers four and two ain't pretty though, man. It is ugly. But you know the Steelers have been kind of winning ugly since Big Ben retired. Like this is just kind of how they play now. But you know the defense is playing pretty well. T.J. Watt is making plays all the time. Um, you know the yeah, yeah. He, first of all, he, they dropped him back in like coverage. I was like, oh, he can play corner. Like this. <laughs> he, he was he was playing against. He was on the slot receiver. I'm like, why is he on the slot receiver? But Right. First of all, how did Stanford throw that pick? I'm like, why are you throwing a pick so wide? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, I've never been a big Stafford guy. I know he has the Super Bowl, but you know, I've never really been that big on him. Like, yeah, I think I that year was just a perfect storm. That year they won it, and he had so much, you know, he had so much talent offensively, <laughs> and they, you know, they were so good defensively. They were great on both sides of the ball. I just think that was that year. It was like, all right, if this was the year that he was going to win it, it would be that that year. But I think those days are gone. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I just never have been a big Stafford guy, but yeah, you know. I know, I know. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, I think it's they, they have the Jaguars coming up in Pittsburgh. You want to talk about us? That could be a statement win if they can find a way to beat Jacksonville, who's actually starting to look really good. They're five and two. They're one of the best teams in the conference. So um, I think if they can beat Jacksonville, move to five and two. I think they can really get to a point where they can win about eleven games. And um, you know, I don't see them being a Super Bowl contender. But that's one of those teams, especially if you're a team like Baltimore, who's been the Lamar Jackson's always had his struggles against Pittsburgh. Do you, I don't think mm-hmm. that's a team you really want to like face 
in January, even if it's in more, you know. So they'll right. be dangerous, but I think they have a ceiling. I still think their offense leaves a lot to be desired. But I do like um, Kenny Pickett makes some really big throws in the fourth quarter, man. He's he started to play really, really find his stride, even with a terrible offensive coordinator that we have. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I just think you guys have to get just, yeah, the offense coordinator has to go. I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I know, I know a couple weeks ago we were talking, you and me all, you know, obviously just off the pod, like saying, and I, I know you were kind of questioning if Pickett's really the guy going forward. Yeah. And I kept telling you, bro, it's, it's the offensive coordinator. Because yeah. first of all, you know how you know it's the offensive coordinator? Because, all right, Pickett didn't look good and Najee didn't look good for the last two weeks. I'm like, well, we know Najee's good, so how come he's not balling? Like, yeah. So it's the offensive coordinator. Like, you know when you start, like, all right, you're seeing every position. Even, like, Pickens, who's a good receiver, is not getting the ball. I'm like, yeah, it's the offensive coordinator. These guys are good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Pick- and other Pick- team with a good offensive coordinator, they're going to ball. And Pickens has so, yeah, started to find his rhythm, too. He had over 100. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not it's not those guys. Like, I know a couple weeks ago you were kind of questioning the guys. I'm like, no, it's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but you know, it it look, it, it can also be both things. Like the players have to make plays too, because like the, the, it's not it's not Matt Canada's fault if the receivers like dropping passes. That's on the receiver. Oh yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Yes, yeah. I definitely agree with that. But mm-hmm. you know, I think when you're talking about somebody like Kenny Pickett who's in his second year, you're talking about development. Absolutely. You know, if you don't have a good offensive coordinator that can really do that, that's what's going to happen. Like he's gonna he's gonna be who he is now. Yeah. And you're gonna get those inconsistencies, but. Like I said, I'm I'm still a big believer in Pickett and in that offense. Because you guys have talent on offense. I just, like I said, again. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I just think you guys, like I said, again, you guys need to part ways with the offensive coordinator. Definitely after this year, you have to. I was hoping they did. It's imperative. I was hoping they did it during the bye week, but clearly that didn't happen. So <laughs> They should have did it after, like, week two or three. Week one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Um, oh, yeah, real quick before we go, bro. You know what's funny? Like, the Chiefs, ever since week one, remember people were kind of like, after they lost to the Lions, like, oh, I don't know about the Chiefs, and is they going to be that good this year, dog? They've quietly won six in a row, and how the hell is Kelsey always open? He's not fast. How is he always open? Yeah, it's just great play design. I don't know, man. It, it's is he, is so... he a top three tight end all time? Some people think he's the best tight end ever. Yeah, I think he's right. I, well, yeah, I, that's what I said. I was gonna go that far because I know some people are like oh, I don't know about that, but is he? I mean, I think he's definitely top three all time, right? I don't see why you can't argue him one. If, if I don't know if I would have him one, but I think he's definitely no. Because people still say Gronk. People still say you know Tony G. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I I I know a lot of people don't say Shannon is the best, but no. people have Shannon up there. Um, yeah, Shannon's one of. I don't think he he has an argument. Right, he's one of. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Shannon's up there, but uh, yeah, no. If somebody was to say he was the best, I I'm not gonna you know mm-hmm. I'm not gonna frown upon that. No, not at all, not at all. I I would still say Tony Gonzalez, but I think I think after Tony Gonzalez, it, I think it's it's. Uh, a and B with with him and Gronk, I could go. You could go either way. And the thing about Kelsey is he, who I mean, he's gonna be ball. He's nowhere close to being done. I mean, bro, he just has right. Because to... I mean, yeah. it's funny because right because I was looking. He's thirty four. Yeah. And I was thinking like, how much longer is he gonna play? You know what I mean? Because thirty four is you know that's older than the NFL. But yeah, he looks. He still looks great. You know what I mean? Bro, he just came off a twelve catch, one hundred and seventy nine yard game. Exactly, because you would think he'd be slowing down by now at his age. Like, okay, he'll yeah. give you like six catches, sixty yards. You know what I mean? Game before that, eight, nine catches, one hundred twenty-four yards. It's like, yeah, it's like he's just—he's still balling. He's still, <laughs> like he's like he's in his prime. 
<laughs> well, supposedly it's, it's Taylor. Taylor. I know, I know, that's, I know. Everybody's saying that it's Taylor. Well, well he was balling before her. Though. What did it mean, Taylor? Like he was balling before. Well, there was. Well, first of all, so I guess they were saying it. They had the stat up. I was watching one of the sports shows today. They were saying like how he, um, I guess before Taylor, he was only averaging like forty six yards a game, and now he's averaging <laughs> yes. like hundred yards a game. Oh, but I'm like, okay, but he's been good before Taylor. You know what I mean? I'm I'm curious how this whole thing's gonna like end. Like, are they gonna get married? Like, or are they no, gonna, no? Like, Taylor is it, listen. Like, we know the track we're gonna Taylor Swift. It's not gonna last. We know because her her albums are always made off. Wait of a minute, though. And her exes. <laughs> that, that so, that's fair, but it doesn't mean she'll never get married. Like, like, like. We, well, then she then, then she she'll probably be done with music then. <laughs> Remember, we used to say that about Halle Berry. Halle Berry actually has been married a couple of times. I know, but I'm saying I think. See, Taylor, her music has catered her more sort of breakups and, like, talking about her exes. So, if she marries Kelsey, I don't really know what she's going to – what's her content? What's she going to talk about? She just retired. She's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just retired. Yeah, she's done with music. You know how much money Taylor Swift has made, bro? <laughs> she's good. Oh, I know. No, I know. I mean, they're, they're, she's arguably the biggest, like, music star in the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She's definitely has an argument. But, you know, oh, and, yeah. and obviously she has a lot of songs that, she has a good amount of songs that aren't just about breakups. But, yeah, I'm very, first of all, if they do break up, especially if, like, Kelsey does her dirty, oh, she's going to have a whole album about him, a whole album. And that's a possibility, because according to Kelsey's <laughs> ex, he, he did her dirty. So that, that is a possibility. Yeah, I think, well, supposedly she's just, like, hating, though. Like, I don't know if there's anything real there. Like, she's just... <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I mean, yeah, you could be right about that too, but oh, it, I mean, yeah, it can go. I, I, I say it can go either way. Hilarious, man. But yeah, I'm very curious how this ends. But yes, I agree with you. He looks amazing. I think he's a top three tight end of all time. He is absolutely balling. And the Chiefs, they're just chiefing. This is what they do. Yeah, man. I think, I, yeah, you want to Texas chain with B Rice. Like, we were just saying, like, dude, they're just, they're just doing what they do. And it's like, Nobody's really like talking about it. They're just kind of like, eh. like it's like business as usual. But and they're yeah, them and the Eagles have the yeah. best records in the NFL. Like we could possibly see a re- a, re- a rematch, you know. And the thing about that that division too is it's just once again they're gonna have that division ten. Like what is right, right, right? <laughs> maybe not week ten, but you know, maybe like like week thirteen. It might be a wrap. Right, right. Division, the Chargers are just continue. So disappointing. So disappointing. Every and they're gonna keep Staley. That guy stinks. Yeah, I know. They're so disappointing. The Raiders are horrible. Well, we the Broncos are horrible. Yeah, you we know, knew the Raiders would be good. So yeah, exactly. So you're right. They're probably gonna have it wrapped up by. They might have it wrapped up by week eight. Well, first of all, that'd be this week. They will have it wrapped up. Yeah, this they week. might have it wrapped up. Yeah, this week. <laughs> Yeah, just wrap it up. Just give it to them now. Oh, man. They're about to wrap <laughs> it up, dog. But, hey, man, it was a great, great, great pod, man. Great catching up with you. Excited that the NBA is back. Um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll be we'll – be I'll be in uh, at your crib this weekend. Should be a good time as usual. But, uh, yeah, we'll do it again next week. All right, man. All right, peace. Peace.